So please be encouraged. Do you know things like this? There are other activities I've uh, I've got, um, but uh, we we haven't got time to do activities. What I'm going to do is uh, Fran's going to come in, in just a second. Just going to talk to you a little bit about orderly worship. Woo! Orderly worship. Um, then I'm just going to give you some little tasters about prophetic evangelism. Really, just to whet your appetite and to sort of basically say, Steve, there's more to come. <laughs> okay, right. Um, Paul talks in Corinthians, because I'm, I'm getting all of this from, from Corinthians. He talks about orderly worship. And he says, what we say, brothers, this is uh, in 1 Corinthians 14. 1 Corinthians 14, 26, he says, what should we say, brothers? When you come together, everyone has a hymn or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Okay, this is 1 Corinthians 14, 26. When you come to worship, everyone has. It doesn't sort of say there will be one or two people who will have, and the rest of you are going to listen. It says everybody's got a contribution. Okay, so there is the potential for everybody at a meeting to have something which they can bring. Okay, and what we've got to learn, and what we're on the journey of now, is finding out what level that, that bringing is and encouraging that to be done. So doing the pictures allowed everybody to have an opportunity to bring something, but you wouldn't have wanted to do that on a Sunday morning, you know. I think many of you wouldn't have wanted to come up to the front with a, with a card and, and, you know. But, so we've got to find ways in which we can do it, and there are exercises that you can do with that. Um, then Paul goes on to sort of say that uh, speaking in tongues, one, uh, two, two or three at the most should speak in tongues, one at a time, and then there must be an interpretation. Right? We understand that. We understand that. But we also understand the significance of having tongues and what a breakthrough that can be. Okay? And it will be a challenge, right? And, and, and sometimes it's for two of you to almost agree together. Fran and I sometimes agree together. I say to Fran, I'm really feeling that I've got a tongue coming. I said, seek God as to whether you've got an interpretation. Okay? And I give the word. If Fran hasn't got the interpretation, I ask, I ask the Lord for the interpretation and I do the interpretation. Okay? But it's just a, a, a way of just sort of, oh, okay, it's risky, but come on. We want, we know, we need to, we need to step out. We need to step out. And then it says, and then two or three prophets should speak, and the others should weigh it up. With the weighing, I believe, my interpretation of this is that people, it's not necessarily saying, oh, I think that's right, I think that's wrong. What it is is, how does this apply to us? Is this something for us to do now, or is this something for us to do later? That's the weighing. I think it is. It's it's embracing it as from God, okay, um, and and this is obvious. It's not scriptural. But where does this fit in? Is this for now? Is this to encourage? Do we pick up on it? Or is this for later on? Is this for later down the line? Is this, is this filling in the gaps in our vision, our church blueprint, prophetic blueprint? See, so, so that's why I th- where I think the weighing is coming in. And so those who are prophetic help in the weighing of that and help the leaders. All right? so, but then also it says that Paul comes back again. He says about the spirit and tongues. He says, I speak with my spirit I speak in, in English, you know, I speak, I speak with a language. He says, I, I sing in my mind, I sing in the spirit. So there are ways in which we can also sing in the spirit as well. And it's very, very releasing. Fran has got a, a particular gifting here that uh, God has used her many, many times in prophetic singing. Those who have been to the church on the farm, she has uh, uh, sung on church, church on the farm. And, um, and, and it's the prophetic gift that, gift that she has. Um, and I'd like to ask Fran if you come out 
and just just a little bit about prophetic singing because there are at least two of you here who God wants you to move in this gift. Right. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, I'm recording this. Should we do another file? Do you mind just sharing the time mic just with Fran just for a second? Oh, yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you very much. We start recording over there just for the Yeah. Yeah. I won't be here long. (laughs) I don't know where to put that. Um, Yeah, just. I won't be speaking for very long, just a few minutes, but just, just to say that, um, you know, there's some, there can be something very powerful if somebody sings a word rather than speaks it. And I think that goes down to something very deep in us, that there is something in us that is very creative, there's something in us very arty, there's something in us that music touches something deep down and I think when we get to heaven we're going to be touching that all the time aren't we we're just going to be just you know on the rafters but here on earth there's so there's something about music that can touch you deep in your soul and touch deep emotions and that's always been my prayer is that Lord through through anything that I sing I just want to see people set free. I want to see them restored. I want to see them healed. Do you mean that's got to be the cry of our heart, isn't it? That's what you've been saying about love. Everything comes out of love. It's got to be that we see people, um, you know, have those breakthroughs. And actually, when we were praying about coming here today, that was the word that was just coming over everything we were praying. We were just saying, Lord, there's breakthrough. There's breakthrough for each of you as individuals. There's breakthroughs for you as a church. And there's breakthroughs for you in this town. That's what we kept seeing was breakthrough, breakthrough. And so, anyway, getting back to singing. um, Growing up, I was told at junior school that I couldn't sing. So I believed them. I, was, I went to a Catholic school, I was lined up in front of a nun who was auditioning everybody and she just dismissed me, as soon as I opened my mouth she dismissed me and said, you'll never sing. And I grew up believing that. And so when we got saved and we started getting involved in church and people were wanting me to sing and I was going, no, I can't sing. And I totally believed it. Um, and so that was a work of God actually, was actually moving me from that place of rejecting a lie and embracing actually who God had made me to be and he has made me to be a singer not the greatest singer in the world but I can sing in tune and I think that is the, qualif- the qualifying thing that you need to sing a prophetic song just be honest with yourself and just think can I hold a tune can I sing in tune um, because we have come across people who get very excited and think oh I want to do that as well but they'd be much better off saying it, you know? <laughs> you know, so be honest with yourself. Think, where am I, you know, what has God gifted me with? You know, you may have a great prophetic gift. Think about, right, what's the vehicle for that? How does God want me to deliver that? And if he's given you a singing voice, then it could be that you can deliver it that way. But if he hasn't given you a, deliver, uh, you know, a singing voice... Don't deliver it that way. That would be my advice to you. You know, deliver it in a way that people are going to receive it joyfully and enjoy it. You know, um, so, you know, I haven't got the greatest singing voice, but I did feel quite early on that God was speaking to me about singing out. And I remember as a very new Christian, just when I, when I suddenly discovered, oh, I actually can sing in tune, I didn't know. Um, 
my prayer then became, Lord, I don't want to be just a singer because there are millions of people who can sing. It's a common gift. But I just said, oh, Lord, I want to be your voice. I want to be your voice. And that's been my prayer right through my Christian life, is, Lord, I want to be your voice. What are you saying now? What do you want me to say? You know, and that's, that's, so, you know, so if you can sing a tune, if you've got that heart where you're just saying, Lord, I want to, I want to speak out, I want to sing out for you, whatever, then, you know, then what do you do next? I think, first of all, you've got to practice. All right, because I certainly, I certainly um, am learning all the time, and I, I, I'm, get, I'm getting better. But I just know there's a huge long way to go. There's so much more that I don't know yet, and I want to move into it. But but you've got to start somewhere. So practice in your own worship time at home. Just be learning to go off piste, as it were. So you've got the worship song singing, you know, playing perhaps. You just sing alongside of that. And in the, in the pauses that they have in the songs, sing your own songs in that. If you can play um, you know, some kind of instrument, then bingo, off you go. You play your instrument and you sing over the top of that. I can't play anything, so I'm reliant on music being played. Um, the next thing is, if you, say, are part of a band or you can get <coughs> together with musicians, start to practice and just leave space don't fill it with songs you know, but have the music playing and just practice getting used to each other and getting comfortable with each other. And, and slowly you begin to, um, you, get, you get to sense where the other, where the other musician's going to go. So that, that uh, if, if, say, for instance, you're singing a song and you feel like, whoa, this is getting quite glorious now, we're going into heaven here, the musicians sense that too and they can come with you in that or maybe you're going down into sort of uh, you know, we need to just think more deeply about this you know in the song the musicians can sense that and come down with you do you mean so they, they can be these sort of you know soaring and you know coming down and and it can be beautiful and I think that's when it really touches somebody's heart um I've just got one thing to share before um uh, I stop. Uh, as we were praying for you, um, I had a couple of things that I just felt God was saying. There's this phrase about a ceiling becoming your floor. And I was feeling that for, for your church here, that whatever you feel, individually or as a church, whatever you feel your ceiling is, where you feel that's as far as you've gone in your faith, in your walk with the Lord that ceiling is going to become your floor. You are going to move on to the next stage. It's going to be like you go up some stairs, you're on the ceiling, and off you go. So whatever you feel your ceiling is, whatever your personal ceiling is, whatever your church ceiling is, that's going to become your floor. The other thing I saw, I saw a picture of somebody walking along and they've got like a sticky bit of paper stuck on the sole of their shoe, like a post-it. Um, but their arms are full and they can't get it off. And so they're trying with their other foot and it's stuck there. And, and I just felt, I felt that was maybe for somebody here, I don't know, but there's been things said to you, like that nun said to me, that you now believe 
and it and it you know it's there you know it shouldn't be there but somehow it is it's been there you can't get it off it's that sticky note and i just felt god was saying it's time to drop whatever's in your hands and it's time to just take it off whatever it is take a moment and take it off and it's literally going to be as simple as that because god is on that case and he's just waiting for you to just take it off whatever that lie is that was spoken over you get rid of it so Steve, it was a great time of worship this morning. It was great to start off with worship. I felt, you know, that really set the, set the, the atmosphere right, you know, and, and God was able to, to move. And so um, and there were times, you know, when you can linger in the, linger with the music, which you were beginning to do there. Um, and, uh, and that's something that I would, I would encourage you to, to do is to, Linger with the music, just holding on to the note, just strumming, you know I mean, and just waiting. And then in that moment, giving room not for people to prophesy with with uh, words, but just allowing people to sing at that particular point, you know. And you may sort of feel some notes coming, and just sort of sing out of the prophetic word you've got, or sing out the scripture that you feel you've got. And it's a good, good place to practice, a good, you know, particularly on a Saturday morning like this, because you're all friends together, and you can practice doing things like that, you know. Um, yeah, and another time you could do that as a workshop, Steve, is to, is to practice that stuff like that. It's very, it's challenging, it, it, do you know what I mean? But if you, don't have a, if you don't have a setting where you can have a go, you, you sometimes never know that you can do it. <laughs> and that's what happened with Fran, was that uh, in our church, this is many, many years ago now, um, Something like that, Fran. Could you take with Alison what happened? Oh, yeah, sorry, um, somebody at the church. She just came up to me and she said, "Have you ever thought of singing a song where you don't know the tune and you don't know the words?" And I just thought, "She's lost it. Mm-hmm. What the hell, What's she talking about?" So it, it didn't. Make, it made no sense to me, and for many years it made no sense. But it was like it. It planted a seed in my head that just started to grow. And so um, that was the start of me starting to move into that. Yes, yeah. And, um, yeah, so just to encourage you in that. All right. You've been ever so, ever so good this morning. We've run out of time, as it were. Um, so I'm just, just to wrap up, um, and then we'll just, just pray at the end, Steve. If, is that, if that's all right? We'll just pray. Yeah, at, uh, well, it'd be good to sing, actually, to finish. If you need to shoot off in a minute, we mm. might be offended. Yes. Mean, we've got a song that would uh, be good to Good, fantastic. Look that. That, that, that'd be brilliant. Okay. Um, the prophetic is... God is doing this, and it's going to happen in more, and God is, is challenging you to move into this, and that is to use the uh, prophetic in, evangel- in evangelism for speaking out to people. There's, uh, this, the, when, when we've gone to prophetic conferences, when we've met up with prophetic-like people, this is what's coming out, is that there's a kind of a wave coming... Of the, of the prophetic which is for outside and there the, are the a number of ways that you, one can do this um, you know we've gone on treasure hunts some of you are aware of treasure hunts um, if you don't get yourself worked up about it they're ever so simple you know um, I haven't got time to, to go into it all but it's very very simple God gives you some words you go to the place where he tells you to go to and God's there God, God brings people um, and then you can be praying for people. Um, 
uh, prophetic pictures. The reason why I did this one with you, with the prophetic pictures, is because that's something that you can develop. If you can get prophetic, if you can have pictures, and you've got something outside, uh, you know, some fate or something or other that you're invited to, or you can get along to, you can have those pictures on the board, and people stop and they look at the pictures, and then you're able just to come alongside them and sort of say, "What is it about that picture that's speaking to you?" And you do exactly what you've been doing this morning. You just sort of say, do you mind me just writing some things down? And what you do is, you've got a picture of, you, you have some smaller pictures of the larger one, and then on the back of it, you write the words that you feel that God's saying to them. <laughs> so it's a very, very relaxed way of doing it, because people like the picture, they're feeling stirred, you bring, you bring a word from God for them. And then you give them the card, and you sort of say, and you give them a card for your church. <laughs> to sort of say, come along on a Sunday, this is where we meet. Right? And, you, and you'll hear God. God's, God's got some more things to say to you. Did, you. did you like that? Yes, I did like that. Come on to church. God's got some more things to say to you. <laughs> okay? So, um, also, uh, do, 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 do. righteous prayers. Now, this is righteous prayers. It says in the Bible, the prayers of a, of a righteous man are powerful and effective. So, when you meet somebody at work who has got an illness or a need, you say to them, would you like me to pray for you about that? Now, generally, people will say yes. Um, they, they, they won't want you to pray there and then, but they'll sort of say, that's kind of you, that's kind of you. Now, that's the level that sometimes we, we leave it at. You know, oh, that's oh, it's very kind of you, thank you, thank you. Do you know what I mean? That was very touching. But actually, you want to press in more than that. You want to use this as an opportunity for allowing God to really speak into their life. So, to give an example, uh, I had a lady at work, uh, she had a bad ankle and she was hobbling about. I asked her about it, and uh, she sort of said, yeah, you know, um, she's had it for, for months and months, it won't go away. I said, would you like me to pray about it? She sort of said, oh, yeah. She said, I'm not, a, I'm not a believer. I said, no, that doesn't matter. I said, would you like me to pray about it? And she said, yes. I said, okay, I said, I'll pray for the next 48 hours. I'll pray regularly. And so I committed it, and I, I made, a, made a, a promise, as it were, that I would pray for her. So Fran and I prayed for her, and uh, after the first 24 hours, came into school, anything better? No. I said, don't worry. I said 48 hours. We'll pray for 48 hours. Next day when I came in, she was beaming. She sort of said, I've taken the bandage off. She says, I'm walking around. I'm walking around with it. She said, I, she said, I got up this morning, she said. She said, I got out of bed, and normally my leg hurts. She said, but it didn't this, this morning. She said, and she said, and I said out loud, ooh, Pete's magic has worked. <laughs> So, so which her husband sat up in bed and sort of said, Who's Pete? <laughs> so then she was able to say to him, Oh, it's a guy at work who said that he was going to pray about my ankle. You know? And so then you come back, and I sort of said, Oh, that's right. And so I said, God's speaking to you. So then you emboldened. You said, I said, God's speaking to you. you know? So then I gave her a book. I forget which book it was, but I just asked God, Have you got, just got, got an interesting Christian book that I can give her? And so I gave her a Christian book for her to read. And so, to do things like that. But the key is to be faithful in prayer. Righteous. Be righteous in your prayers. If you say you're going to pray, pray. And I believe that God, God will give you an, an inroad into, into their lives. Okay? And uh, prophetic, uh, prophetic objects is another thing, a bit, bit like the pictures. And also uh, something which is called words on a postcard, please. Um, again, it's another way of praying. Uh, doing prophetic stuff with people, um, writing on a postcard. They, they, they write something on a postcard. Um, nobody knows that they've written it. And then some of you just look at it 
ask God, and then you write on the back of that card things you feel God's saying, and then you sort of say, who was it who wrote that? And, yeah. But that's another, that's another workshop we could do another time, mm-hmm. so, Steve. But, so there's a lot of ways that you can use that in evangelism. So as God gives opportunities to mix with people, you can try out different things like this, okay? There we are, Steve. Yeah. Great time. So if we're going to worship, that'd be fantastic. Can I, uh, you know, sometime during the worship, can I pray for